Life from the Well is sponsored by Scratch Distillery. Located in Edmonds, Washington, Scratch Distillery crafts delicious spirits from scratch. Every batch is made by hand from local non-GMO organic grains. Head on over to Edmonds and taste the natural, delicious flavors for yourself. If you have an itch for a cocktail, go scratch it. Welcome to Life from the Well. We're here to share our perspectives with stories from the service industry. I'm your bartender, Joey. Enjoy the show. This episode from Life from the Well is served handcrafted by Barfly Mixology Gear, a line of essential tools for mixologists. Joining us today is my good friend, Maria Adams. She is actually the only current the only bartender I know who is currently actually bartending. And so this is a fun <laughs> one. She's uh, uh, making take home cocktails from El Baracho down in, down, uh, down in Seattle here. Uh, <laughs> Maria, welcome Pike to place. the show. Down in Pike Place. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. <clears throat> it was a little choppy, but I got through it. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, a little different. It's- well, it's it's 4:20, and so I I have been enjoying the day already. I'm sorry if <laughs> coming a little weird, but that's not uncommon for these show for this show at all. So we'll be okay. We'll manage. We'll get through it. Um, <clears throat> do you have anything to drink, Maria? Um, I am drinking some beer. I have a Pearl IPA. Nice. Um, so. Some, one of the sayings I heard a long time ago that I always enjoy is, is it said, uh, bartenders shake hands by taking shots. Mm, <laughs> yes. Um, so I like to start I have the a shot show. Of, I can have a shot of wine. Here, I have some wine here. Perfect. <laughs> I just like to start the show with a shot so we can, uh, we can all just, it's, it's like a, it's a nice embrace. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Again, happy 420. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, dude, I tried to go to Costco last week. Mm-hmm. No. Which one did you happening. go to? We went- uh, the one in Soto. The no. line was like around the building. <laughs> it was like a Wednesday afternoon. Mm-hmm. So we went so. last weekend. So last Sunday or last no, Saturday. Did and you have to wait in line for like two hours? No, we, we waited in line for probably like 10 minutes. It was a pretty long line, but they were moving people pretty well. Um, and they, you know, they, it was it's actually really nice. I got to say, like, shopping in a store where there's a limit of how many people can come in. So, like, I, I didn't <laughs> like too many people in my face anyways. And so it's so great. Man. You're yeah, just always guaranteed, like, a really, like, limited amount of people in the stores. So you can take your time and stroll. And they, you can look at stuff without having, like, people rock in front of you that much. And then people have to stand six feet away from each other in every line. <laughs> Sweet. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Yeah, it's just like, it's just kind of crazy. Like, just being out in public is just like so, like, stressful mm-hmm. <laughs> a little bit for me because I'm like, for sure. And and being like, you know, like at work, like being kind of in charge of that situation when people are like coming in, like, we, I, um, 
I set up this little like blockade <laughs> in kind of like the doorway so people can't actually come inside they have there's like um I put like six tables into like a like a square shape so they can like kind of come into this little nook in order and yeah. then I like <laughs> put on my mask and my gloves and I go and like get all their stuff and like put it on the table like at arm's length <laughs> like um Here you go it's it's very interesting like being in you know having to like tell people like can you please like <laughs> please step step back <laughs> they're just like standing behind the person in front of them or whatever and i'm like mm -hmm. there's a whole there's a whole sidewalk do you guys have um, tape on the ground it's, it's very like stressful <laughs> you should put tape on the ground every six feet that's what um, i'm seeing that's working well. yeah maybe i should do that i mean it hasn't so it i've only it's only been like three weeks that i've been working and um it started off like very very slow so it wasn't really an issue and we're like figuring it out as we kind of go you know it's like sure there's not i don't know nobody knows what the hell is going on <laughs> as i'm actually that's one of the reasons I, I really wanted you to come on in the first place was was because like you have such this cool unique expect or perspective right yeah now it's um i mean yeah we're kind of just like totally figuring it out as we go um putting you know i mean obviously there are sort of like rules um for like social construct and behaviors outside in the world right now but as yeah. far as like no one's enforcing anything you know what i mean it's mm -hmm. just like up to us to... i've seen i've been seeing a few people that are um taking it into their own hands <laughs> yeah what do you because mean? i do uh, I, I i you know i live right next to, <laughs> to the lake and so i i'm i'm keeping i'm doing something with the energy but i would run around the lake a couple times a week um and uh that's that's been fine because not many people are down there and they have like all the parking lots closed to all, to the parks for a lot of parks mm -hmm. um and at green lake um but uh i mean i, I live like half yeah you can still like walk around yeah, i just walk down there and then i yeah. run around the lake or we'll walk the dog down and then walk back up and we'll just go down to the water and then back um but it was funny i i i, I, met, <laughs> I really want to hear where this is going <laughs> when i met a friend of mine um uh, my buddy Jacob, who actually was on the show a few, like I think, I think that might have been the last word episode actually when he was on. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, we meet up at the lake and run around. Uh, something we've done for like a decade almost. It feels like um, maybe like five years. I don't know. Whatever doesn't matter. Um, but uh, so so we meet up down there. And he, so he's who running. Is going, who's going Maverick in the park? <laughs> well, <laughs> He's running in front of me. All right, I'm getting sorry. He's running in front of me, and I'm kind of traveling. <laughs> and, and, and he runs past this girl, and she just goes six feet. And yelled at him, and I was like, "What the hell? <laughs> oh my God. Are you kidding me?" And she's still in That's front of me. That's fantastic. I was, I was watching it happen, and she was watch. She was walking right next to a friend of hers, and then a bicycle like ran like right past her. <laughs> she's just yelling at you. But she's yelling at my buddy, and. And, oh, was he getting close to them? Well, he ran right past him, and she just oh, okay. because he wasn't six feet away, so she's like oh, six feet. Yeah. He was probably two feet away, but he ran past. Um, it's just one of those weird things. And but then a bicycle like zipped past her, and they were in like the wheel lane anyways. And so she looked at her friend, and she's like, "I don't like it here." And then like the two of them like walked away. <laughs> oh my god! Came yeah. to a park. Like, what do you expect? Like, you kind of. I mean, that's yeah. That seems a little bit ridiculous but at the same time it's kind of like probably really important too um mm, yeah i don't know i mean she didn't have a mask on she she did she wasn't like 
she was she didn't seem to yeah i feel like it's like if you're just like walking around outside it's kind of like fine it's just if you're going into like a place where you're going to be kind of interacting with other humans just it's kind of also like a matter of just like general respect at this point too like you don't want to be that guy (laughs) yeah i really i really probably shouldn't say i'm right i'm like going out and running around the lake because you're not supposed to well i don't know it's fine right i think running is okay just don't congregate that's the thing they say don't go meet yeah, in a group. Just and and don't touch anyone or anything. Yeah, no, I, I go and I meet my friend. So like he comes running and then I say hi and we high five because we're terrible. And it's the only person that'll high five. Yeah, big now. jerk. <laughs> Still high fiving. And I I think I give him a hug sometimes too because I they they just I told Brooke my, the truth he, is coming out. Okay. <laughs> I told my wife. You told to Brick. I told my wife she needs to hug me at least three times a day because I'm used to like Aww. three times that. Is she <laughs> but, okay with that? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, totally, <laughs> totally. And like we've had a lot of like tearful hugs where I'm just like, this means so much to me, you know, just like, oh, yeah, just, you know, just used to like sharing energy and high fiving and hugging and loving, you know, my friends. Um, that, it, that there's it's I saw one of those deficits. Just... <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I just, I just saw recently, I mean, I feel like pretty lucky too, because I live with my sister and like her little daughter, she's three and a half. Yeah. So I have like plenty going on, you know what I mean? And we live right mm-hmm. across from Jefferson Park. So we like take her out on walks and we have a backyard and it's like, she's like just full of energy going all the time. So it's like, I'm, you know, pretty distracted most of the time anyways. She's three and a half. Three and a half. Oh man, yeah. Oh, my sister? <laughs> my, yeah, my sister is four years younger than me. And her, yeah, her daughter's three and a half. So I have like a lot kind of like going on at home. Mm-hmm. But I feel, yeah, like super bad for people that are like just like completely isolated. Like I can't even imagine. Yeah. I just yeah, saw it's... one of my friends posted on Instagram. Like he he got to like see one of his best friends and they like, you know, like like kept their distance and like had like a long chat, like face to face though, you know, not like over the phone. Mm-hmm. And then like, and then they decided to like hug and it's like it's yeah. i keep like making like a joke about it it's like oh you're like risking it all like for human contact but like it's mm-hmm. really kind of like real and then it he is. like he, he like broke down like crying because of mm-hmm. like how like intense it was to like make that decision i don't know i think it's just like well, here, here, super so- heavy kind of <clears throat> and we just kind of like joke about it because we don't know what else to do, you know. Because that's our natural reaction when we feel uncomfortable is to start joking about things. <laughs> totally. But just laugh and cry. But you and know, laugh some more. Um, there's there's actual studies that are that have been done about like if if um, with like newborn babies, it, um, they will die if you don't touch them, like. Yeah, is is, is something that we need as as humans. Like, it's not you can't live without it. Like, it's 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 there's there's something about us that it's important. It's really important. Whether you're just just whether you're punching your friend in the arm or whatever, you know, just that contact of the human being is it's 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 something that like gives you life. It's really yeah crazy. (laughs) But I love it. It's interesting, and I don't understand it. So I always like those kinds of things. Yeah. Um, Rhea Adams. <laughs> it me. Uh, it's your it's your guest resume. Uh, it, it, or it guest resume. That's what I wrote down. It's it's resume time. Um, okay. So I want to I want you to talk to the podcast listeners out there. 
um, tell them a little bit about yourself um, as far as your life in the service industry goes. Um, how long have you been doing it and where did you start? Where did I start? Mm. Oh, so long ago. Um, <laughs> I started working when I was 14 years old. Nice. Part-time, obviously, on the weekends. <laughs> um, yeah. Were you making so, iPhones? What's that? Was iPhones? <laughs> <laughs> my first, my very first job actually was um, at a, a dry cleaning like storefront taking um and ticketing people's clothes but yeah anyway so yeah i've been like working for a very long time i um yeah i'm 32 so that's exactly like about a little over half of my life um but yeah i started young i don't know i got into kind of like food and beverage service when i was i guess like 17 i started working at this like really fancy like um deli in california it's like mm -hmm. a kind of organic local like food store and stuff cool um yeah and then i moved up here um my first job in seattle was at pcc also in the deli I, um i baked their graveyard when i was like 19. It was great. I worked with this British goth lady that was like 35 and I was like this like 19 year old little goth girl and it was a lot of fun. She, <laughs> she, she taught me a lot of um, good baking techniques actually. <laughs> Better than I would have just learned, you know, on the regular job. <clears throat> and then from there I just kind of got, um, I kind of got like poached into almost every other job that I've had since then. Um, that's, a, that's a good... <laughs> Nice. That's awesome. Actually, that's a, that's a yeah. thing. That's awesome. But that is awesome because I, really I did think I, I like this podcast though because I like how pretty much every every bartender is like, oh, you know, like I got into it like the same way everyone else does, just like fake it till you make it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did kind of have to finagle my way into that. I was at um, I was at Linda's when I was twenty one. I got as soon as I turned twenty one, one of my friends was like, come work here. So I was serving there and then after a few years i was like okay this sucks because like servers make half as much as bartenders and like mm -hmm. do kind of way more work you know <laughs> um especially at that type of place you know it's just like a clubhouse just like crazy yeah. um so i kind of like gave my manager like an ultimatum i was like can i like bartend or should i leave <laughs> and then i somehow ended up managing out of this situation <laughs> That's I became worse. like a floor, the floor manager. <laughs> um, and that went on for a few years. Yeah. And then I, but I, I did end up, so I, I started managing and then I was like, well, then I'm going to bartend too. Like, this is how this is going to go. You know, it was kind of, it was self-serving <laughs> in a way. That's awesome. Um, yeah. And so that was, Stop. I don't know, like 2009, I guess. So yeah, I don't know. And the rest is history. From there I went on to like, Kind of cool i've been fortunate enough to like have like i think really cool jobs in seattle like i've worked at pretty small um like you know i've like known the owners of most of the companies that i've worked for oh. as far as like i worked at like high spot um which is like fantastic mike walker is like an amazing human um i really hope that that place makes it through this mm -hmm. um cyclops cafe same john and gina like are just like amazing humans and they that place just has like incredible history you know for seattle like their stories about the 90s when cyclops was on western avenue like mm -hmm. are just 
so cool. And John is like an amazing artist and I don't know, just super interesting. I hope, yeah. I'm like thinking a lot about like kind of the reason why I went back to work, like when, when Kitty and Adam called me to come back to El Baracho, you know, they're like, do you want to work? And like, granted, I hadn't heard anything from unemployment. So of course I was kind of like, uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know how long this is going to last. But also like, I'm really happy to be involved in like helping them like pull through this. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's really cool. To, I was like, talking last I'm, night I'm, about how I was like a little bit regretting kind of like going back well, after only two weeks, because, like, everyone else is kind of just kicking it. <laughs> Dude, I'm and I'm, like, standing around for, like, nine and a half hours, just, like, stressing out. <laughs> yeah. But th there's but, also um, all this anxiety. With and I think it's really, like, Kitty. There's all this anxiety that comes with. Oh, yeah. There's and, tons of. And just, just like, not just knowing. Just being, yeah. Really like, jealous of, of you. It would be a <laughs> lot easier to, like, to kind of just what, be home. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just just to just to have like, I mean, you still have like a purpose in all of this too, right? So you're like, you're going and you're trying to help keep something alive. Yeah, looking towards like, I feel whatever. like I'm, I feel like I'm like pioneering. Like, <laughs> I mean, our, our industry is is probably going to be forever changed from all this shit. Like, it's yeah, it's be, never going to be the same. But we have no idea what that means. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's going to be a, a long time before um, people have to cram into a restaurant like ours, like they used to. Um, yeah, know. like we've been, I've been talking with Kitty. Kitty is one of the owners of El Baracho, and she, of course, you know, we, I don't know, we have a pretty good relationship. So we were just, mm -hmm. you know, we chat a lot. And she's like, yeah, like, I don't know. I don't think we're ever going to have like support staff again. Like, we're probably when, if and when we do reopen, we're probably like going to have like a capacity, you know what I mean? Like, we're going to have to like, that place was, it's one of those places like super high volume. People would just like, come in, seat themselves, you like take care of them real quick, you know, get them in and get them out. And it's like a dive, you know? Yeah. That's another thing she said is like that I kind of thought was really cool, like a really cool perspective is she's like, also like, even though we're like losing probably a ton of money right now, um, like she's like, we're like a dive. Like we like need to, we're like supposed to be here for people right now. You know, like that's like important, like, <clears throat> dive bars are the ultimate comfort food <laughs> totally and the people there's not like a ton of people coming in but the people who are coming in like i've seen a lot of regulars and i haven't worked there for like two years mm -hmm. and so i've seen a lot of people coming in like just really appreciative that we're there yeah. you know yeah because they still have so. that connection yeah it's kind of cool mm -hmm. it's a big deal it's very man. cool I think about my regulars a lot, just about about the people that would come in every day or every other day or, you know, twice a week, just, you know, because we were like their social life, you know? Um, yeah, a lot. Yeah, there was a lot of that. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that's a, that's like definitely not a thing anymore. A lot of um, also like the first couple of weeks that I was working, a lot of the people that were coming in were like acquaintances and like my friends that were like cool you're like working i'm gonna come see you yeah but then that was just super awesome because they had to just like stand there <laughs> and, like, kind of we would chat you know for like a little bit but then like someone it's else would come <laughs> yeah. Yeah. i mean yeah, which like i appreciate that so much because mm -hmm. it's like yeah you can't i can't like i don't know hey i have a question um so if somebody comes in and you question their age and they're wearing a mask 
do you do you make them pull the mask down? Have you had have you run into any conflicts? There? I I have not had um, that opportunity actually because yeah. um, so interestingly enough there have been the past week or two i guess since maybe the weather has been getting nicer there have been kind of a lot of people like walking around downtown yeah and so they'll i've had actually quite a few like groups of people like one person will come in and order drinks for everyone <laughs> and you have to um order food yeah. to purchase a, a cocktail right so i we have like a one one dollar chip <laughs> like chip and salsa that you can take with you nice um, that's awesome but no none of them like none of these people that are around downtown are wearing masks <laughs> or gloves like the only people that are are the people that are like kind of the regulars that live down there mm. that are coming to get food but mm. there have there yeah there have been like quite a few people just kind of like out and about just mm. like nothing's going on <laughs> yeah. well there's um, i mean that's definitely a, a threat but yeah if there was a younger i mean if there were a younger person you know that was like born in the 90s or probably even 80s i would probably ask them to show me their face <laughs> i don't know but at the same time it's like i still i don't even think that anything is like being regulated right now like how much man i went into the not, there's not really much that you can do like if you see someone drinking on the street what are you gonna do like be like where did you buy that and then come and try and prove it <laughs> you know yeah. i don't know yeah <clears throat> yeah that's weird but yeah it's, i know it's it's i'm i'm i'm, I'm happy that that our laws have become a little more lax because I feel like we've it's been kind working. of like a little it feels like a little bit of a freebie well it just feels <laughs> like we've just been like about temporary it's <laughs> like I've been fighting the wrong things for too long anyways I mean when you're enforcing yeah. shit that doesn't matter that much like you're putting you're putting a lot of money and, and energy into into nothing <laughs> you know into into like controlling people <laughs> yeah trying to force people to you know force behavior and and forced behavior is rarely a good way to make someone do something. yeah that usually blows up in your face i, I mean i i i i absolutely i mean if it's good for me if, if you're trying to force me to do it i will i will i will uh <laughs> yeah oh, oh, yeah, like oh, like that. setting boundaries or don't, something <laughs> don't tell me how to live my life <laughs> don't tell me what to do <laughs> yeah we we americans <laughs> i mean you, you are what you are. <laughs> um, so what, yeah, um, what, what uh, all, all the different roles you've held in the service industry that um, what has been uh, what has been the best one? What, what do you enjoyed the most? What, what do you think fits your personality the best? All the different roles? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I heard rules and I was like, rules. I feel like there are no rules right now. No rules. Which is kind yeah. of great. But um, um, what's my favorite? Um, I mean, definitely. I, I mean, kind of like ser serving and bartending, obviously, but like kind of like as a combo. Mm -hmm. I've always been a big fan of. Um, so I'm not really. I'm, I'm not really like. I'm not really like you. Like I'm not really like super chatty. You know, I'm just like really like efficient and like good mm -hmm. at my job and like friendly, obviously, and nice. But I don't like to like just like yak it up behind the bar so much like i get a little bit uncomfortable when people like talk to me too much and like get, like personal i'm like i'm at work <laughs> you know <laughs> so i like to yeah i like to be able to walk away <laughs> yeah you know um, it, that is nice i do like being able i like being able to talk and walk which you do like you do both too it's i always like to switch it up anyways because like 
it's sometimes I just get I get like a little I feel a little I don't know like flat if I'm just like doing the same thing all the time so mm -hmm. yeah well that's one thing I liked about um you know the last the last gig was I feel like for a while when I was working at, at Cantina I I think every shift in the week I, I had a different job like one, yeah like, it's like a little bit hard. it's like mixing it up so it kind of feels like you're doing something different but mm -hmm. you know, really. the variety <laughs> at all you, you you enjoy the industry but you enjoy like bouncing around a little mm -hmm. nice yeah that place yeah I, th I think that's kind of my ideal like um cantina cantina and alboracho are very similar like when i started at alboracho it was um not really as as busy as it like became it, it was pretty new still but so when i started there we would all five of us there were five girls that worked there mm -hmm. and we would all have our sections and make our own drinks nice which was like really funny because it's like it's really fast-paced so we'd all we, there would be like three of us like behind the bar like all like, <laughs> like just like reaching around each other and like grabbing shit and Wait, making you know margaritas and then like <laughs> i to this day i still i still fight for that 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 is probably the best i love it i think it's work. fantastic it's the, i mean when when everybody can do everything um then mm -hmm. you then you have a restaurant that really thrives because you don't, yeah. you don't have a bunch of people standing around waiting on other people. And everyone you, is, you, yeah, you, just, and it, it was a really, it was really great out. for like a team environment too. Cause like, even mm -hmm. though, you know, we didn't pull tips or anything, but mm -hmm. we just always like, if, if you saw something, we would just like help. Yeah. Each other out. I mean, everybody has their own section, but at the same time, like, yeah. the more you, well, because we were all on the same level, yeah. like we all just were like killing it, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> just like, Bustin. <laughs> Hell yeah. Did you have support staff? Yeah. Um, we did. Yeah, we had busters there. Yeah. yeah. And because I mean the food the food would come up because we were making our own drinks, the mm -hmm. food would come up like incredibly fast there too, because it's just like tacos and burritos, you know? Right. So it was like we basically a had busters to run food. Busser food yeah. runner kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Nice. That's per that is like the ideal setup. Like it was fun. Yeah. That was like one of the funnest jobs I think I've ever had. You can run any restaurant. Cantina was really fun too. <laughs> Cantina was fun. <clears throat> RIP. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm thinking so much about like what types of places are going to reopen and it's like kind of really depressing. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> can't, it can't I mean I'm pretty like again like back to cyclops if cyclops and you know there's so many like institutions that are just like maybe never to be heard from again yeah and that's just so sad yeah but um yeah. i mean it's yeah. that, but it's also it's also restaurant of darwinism you know it, it's it's just mm -hmm. oh totally um dude i want to get into the cocktail here so i can so yeah do that all right i should say today's cocktail is the um is the Rodriguez Sour. Um, you can find it if you look for it. It's a tequila and chartreuse cocktail. We're doing it because I have chartreuse in my cabinet. <laughs> so carrying on with our uh, coronavirus uh, um, theme, it's using what you using what's in the cabinet. And I have mm. chartreuse, and so I'm making chartreuse cocktails. Um, and I have tequila because I went to Costco and got a giant ass bottle of tequila for thirty dollars. Thank you, Costco. Um, yeah, so it's uh, 
tequila, chartreuse, lime juice, pineapple juice, and then a jalapeno syrup is what it calls for. But what we're using, what I'm doing is I infused my tequila with Serrano's um, and that removes one of the sweet elements. And so I think it's gonna make it a better drink personally for me because I like less sugar in my drinks. Are you using fresh pineapple juice? Yeah, yeah. I just went down and got some pineapple and I threw it in the blender. Um, and so it's not, it's, it's just blended pineapple chunks. Yeah. That's why I'm double straining to kind of get some of that pulp. Cause it makes it nice and frothy up in there. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Then you garnish it with this fucker. With what? <laughs> well, it's <said> garnished <laughs> with a strip of jalapeno and I was like, well, it's <laughs> pepper. So we could just, we could just, they're Martinez sour. Right? It looks beautiful. Yeah, Describe it to me. <laughs> Uh, here it comes. <laughs> mm. How's the mouth feel on that? It's good. It's um, <laughs> <laughs> it's actually you know it's got a little viscosity because of the pineapple juice. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and it was all pineapple. I didn't just strain out the fibers, so it got shook up, and so there's actually like some there. Um, that the, the pepper's good. The chartreuse is is really um. It cuts it. It like it just it like pineapple. You know, can be really dominating, but but um, between the pepper and the chartreuse, it, it thins it all out, and you just kind of have pineapple and serrano is like a killer combo. Killer dealer, right? Yeah. And then mezcal. Uh, it's so it's a uh, hundred percent agave Kirkland signature tequila, <laughs> oh. but I infused it with the serrano. Um, whatever their tequila is, I think it might be Sousa as their parent company. But it was it was a giant bottle for an affordable price. That was kind of my uh, my main goal. Wait, so I'm sorry. It's tequila, chartreuse, pineapple, and serrano. Uh, and orange, uh, lime juice. I'm sorry. And lime. Yeah. So half ounce of lime, or yeah, half ounce of lime, one ounce of pineapple, um, half ounce of chartreuse, and then two ounces of tequila, um, and then. You, if you want to use, if you want to make a jalapeno syrup, so it would add a little more sweetness, like a spicy sweetness, you can. Or you, what I did is I infused the tequila with the serrano, um, and so I made the so it's a just a spicy tequila with a little less sugar in the drink. And I think it actually, I didn't have the original one because I'm making it all from home, but I, I don't imagine this being sweeter, making it better. I, I really enjoy it the way it is. Sounds good. So cheers. Yeah. I'm jealous. Cheers. <laughs> um, green chartreuse, right? Because you're talking about the last word, right? Yeah. Yeah, I went with the I went with the whole mama jamma. The, 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 the nice. It's a good thing, good thing to have on hand. The 110 proof. What is really so I haven't really ever actually tasted yellow chartreuse. Like what's the difference, do you think? Yellow chartreuse is just made it's it's um it's softer. It's it's a lot. It's like diet chartreuse, basically. Oh, really? Is that yeah. what the thing is? Because hmm? yeah, I like you don't really see it a lot of places, but I've definitely like. I mean, I've seen it in like some cocktail recipes, but the, I the never really knew what the difference uh, was. <laughs> the green is a fifty-five percent alcohol by volume, so it's the one ten proof, and the the yellow is 40 percent alcohol, so it's just oh. standard eighty. Um, Interesting. And so I think the, the yellow was actually created just to be like more accepted and more drinkable by people with a weaker palate. 
weaker. Yeah. <laughs> Get him, Joey. Yes. I worked in a bar that had both before, and um, I think um, the yellow can be fine in a cocktail, but honestly, it's just it's just softer flavor. It's so just like it's, it's the Aperol, you may as well not. It's basically the Aperol <laughs> version of chartreuse. If you're thinking like Aperol, oh, okay. yellow chartreuse, green chartreuse, it's it's just kind of like a softer, weaker version that that can be good in things. Like if you if you just want something a little lighter, less intense. Um, but yeah, but it's also costs about the same, so you might as well just get the green. <laughs> I think the yellow was like $75 a bottle and the green is $80 a bottle. So whatever. It's ridiculous. And then in Washington State, you got to pay a 20% tax on that. So Woo. So um did we jump into the the our next section of just stories and personal experiences from um from from working in bars for all these years, you know, favorite regulars, grossest things, um, just anything unique that might jump out in your brain. Uh, from working like fun stories over the years mm. I mean I don't really like to like blow people up so I'm not gonna like <laughs> tell any like bad stories um I don't know yeah. what you know if, if you want to tell a story and you want to omit names like totally fine and then it's totally, story totally fine. there's no context whatsoever well, okay, so like I'll I'll just um go to like something that I haven't really touched on. So I worked at um Neighbors Nightclub for a while as a bartender. Mm -hmm. That was really fun. I was like 24, 25, 25. Um I was working um there. I was working at Therapy, the little the little side kind of like nightclub that was there for a while and I got poached from there to Neighbors because the manager was like, "What are you doing over here?" Like <laughs> come come make money and I was like okay um but I worked in I worked in a like um eight foot maybe bar next to another bartender who was super into like flair bartending like, like <laughs> super flair like he was like like flipping bottles and shit and like he almost he almost impaled me with a <laughs> bottle one time at like one in the morning on a Saturday night and I was like dude I am like I'm gonna lose my shit <laughs> You if stop. you break a bottle in my well or like hit me with some shit or just like if you even splash me like i don't know you know what i mean he was I, he didn't even like make more money than me like he wasn't he was definitely way slower obviously <laughs> you know like but i don't know it's like who are you who are you trying to like impress all these like 19 i guess they weren't 19 obviously but they seemed 19 you know what i mean it's that crowd it's the like, dreams of Las all these Vegas little kids dreams. that are that are having long islands and like the cheapest tequila shots that we have like you think that they are gonna like give you more money if you throw a bottle at them <laughs> um on the other hand though i used to go to crescent a lot and i had some friends that were bartenders there that were like actually amazing flair bartenders and would like you know do the thing where you like when you you just like order a shot and a beer and they like flip the shot glass like four feet into the air and then catch <laughs> that shit's kind of I always, I always kind of like wished that I was like more confident in doing shit like that. But I'm, see, like I like never break anything, <laughs> so it's like I kind of have to choose one or the other. You really have to do. be very efficient. Yeah. You want I'm to, more with that. you want to start, if you want to start throwing things around in the bar, you're definitely going to start breaking shit. That's just. Uh, <laughs> that's a um, 
I, yeah. I, one of the worst. Things I feel like you, you don't break you don't break like that much, but you definitely like. Dude, I've seen you break some shit. <laughs> I do, well, I don't I don't flare shit anymore. I used to try to flare stuff. I had I had a yeah. like I, my bar mentor was a flare guy, like the guy who taught me how to bartend. And so like a lot of the things I learned were very like maybe like, this so maybe this would be like a really good time for me to start practice like oh that was like you know so a lot of people I'm seeing like so many memes you know mm-hmm. about people being like first two weeks of quarantine like I'm gonna like get my life together like, just like start all these new hobbies and like get fit and then like my favorite thing is like actually coming out of this there's this one that's like from a children's show that just says I am a circle because <laughs> actually what we're all gonna do is nothing <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm doing stuff. I know, I know. But yeah, um, um I've definitely been cooking a lot. I've been cooking yeah. so much. And I'm like I've become the full time. My chef. only that's the only I haven't like read any books or like gotten better at any instruments or anything. <laughs> I did start riding my bike, which is good. Um Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I think I think acquiring a new skill, like maybe I should go get myself some little shot glasses and start flipping them around the house maybe in the backyard <laughs> like if, if you're gonna if you're looking for a good practice flare bottle to flip around get um it's malibu because it, it's a glass bottle wrapped in like shrink wrap yes. and so you drop it a few times before it breaks um other than that you could go online and they sell bottles that have like that are weighted that feel like real <laughs> bottles but they're like bowling pins that you can just toss. They're, they're weighted like real bottles <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, just, that's mean, kind of crazy it's made to feel like they're like, full like, like they're full or like half full <laughs> yeah, absolutely they're made to i mean so you can practice i mean that's the whole point is because a lot of those guys those guys are making six figures uh, in those in those competitions like the the, the guys yeah they get it flair um the, the the ones that are really good, but yeah, those guys are crazy and they make a lot of money doing it. So there's a lot of good uh, training tools out there if you want. Yeah, that would, I was thinking, I was actually, so yesterday, I had actually like a really good weekend at work. Like this is kind of crazy for like selling tacos and burritos. What, what is, but I, sold, a normal day like? I sold over a thousand dollars on Saturday. Nice, that's really Like cool. just to go. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah and people are and people are like tipping really it, it's insane every like the past two weeks before that like my sales would be below 500 for sure yeah and this is like online ordering through heartland and calling in and coming in like um but just yeah i was like that's yeah it was kind of insane um that's really good. but so i was like since i'm just kind of there and since i've had people coming in to get like since i have more time basically I am actually thinking a little bit about like improving my bartending skills because I can like, I'm not mixing cocktails technically. I'm, you know, I'm muddling and I'm shaking and I'm pouring an NA mixer into a to-go cup and then Mm. selling an airplane bottle on the side. (laughs) But I've been like practicing doing like cool shakes. (laughs) 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 So like when I, so like when this all like comes back, I'm going to like at least look cooler. It was one of those things like like a long time ago when I was working in hotels, like some one of my one of my hotel GMs mentioned that one of the things that makes a unique bartender is a unique shake. Yeah. <laughs> and and well, because uh, it, it started actually from Instagram too. I was watching one of um my sister's 
old coworkers, I follow her and she's been making cocktails on like her stories and her mm-hmm. shake was like, she's really small and it was like so vigorous. Yeah. I was like, damn girl, like, yeah, awesome. get it. <laughs> like, I was like, I think maybe I need to like look a little bit cooler. Dude, do you just, do you like, <laughs> you laugh at bartenders when they shake things? I do a little bit. Like if it's like, oh, sometimes it's just over the top, you know? Yeah, like but, mine. Like my double shake. No, yours isn't. Yours isn't like. I get, I've stroke. gotten laughed a lot, so it's okay. It's okay. I'm so. I used think to the it. first time. I think the first time I saw you shake something, I laughed yeah. a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it seems ridiculous. But then when you see how fast I move, you're like, oh, that's why. Well, and also it's like, who wants like a flat margarita? Nobody. Right? You want that shit frothy, man. Yeah. And it's frothy. I make this shit good. <laughs> Joy makes good drinks. Joey. <laughs> yes, Joey from the well. Oh, wow. <laughs> Hilarious. All right. What's Joey, I'm opening a beer. Get a beer. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. Life from the well. It was really loud. That was fucking perfect. <laughs> yes. 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 Do you want another um, question? Well, I was just, I was like, maybe I can think of another story. I'm, Okay, well, this is really relevant. So, um, relevant. Did I just say? Never mind. I think it's um, relevant. More wine. Relevant. I think I did too. Relevant. Um, I've definitely, I've definitely seen people like have seizures inside of like the bar and stuff, and had to like deal. You know, like dealing with an emergency is kind of a really strange and uncomfortable like place to be for people in our industry in our position because it's like I didn't sign up for this but at the same time you totally did sign up for this because like anything can happen yeah and you're so liable for like so many people all of the time mm-hmm. um you're, you're, you're so I've responsible seen, I've person seen, like, in the building right now you're the hmm? only one you're the only you're, the, yeah. you're supposed to be the responsible person at least totally yeah. and um I mean like working working at different places obviously like sometimes it's harder than other places but um my coworker just was texting me on Friday. We basically there's there's three people working at Alboracho right now. I have three shifts. One has two, and another has two. Mm-hmm. And we just text each other all the time and be like, "This is what's going on. Like, this is how much of this we have in stock." Like the you know the owners are like trying to like oversee their three businesses. So it's just kind of the three of us. Yeah. like making up our own rules <laughs> like, um but she texted me on friday and she just we had been we had been talking already but she was like i think someone's dying across the street and i was like Fuck. from covid i was like what do you mean and yeah. no like she was like i think they're ODing. like mm. this is like downtown right now that's another thing is like there's not a lot of people on the streets like in general anywhere obviously but like the homeless population is still there <clears throat> they're getting like a little bit aggressive but it's like uh, just a little bit i don't know i um i've heard that like belltown is like pretty pretty gnarly right now hmm. um but downtown like at the market because there's still like a lot of actual businesses open like the produce stands are open and like the you know some of some of the little shops are open and a bunch of places are actually still doing like takeout in the market um but yeah it just all it feels like a little bit like lawless like in the streets especially like in like pioneer square and like downtown and belltown like 
And then it's just, it's just like the, I don't know, the longer this goes on, it kind of like makes me a little bit nervous. Like, yeah. Like every aspect of life is different now. And, and it's something that has to be accepted and then like dealt with, accepted, processed, dealt with, and then we move forward and we figure out what we're going to do. Um, but yeah, it's, it's weird. I don't know. <laughs> sorry. It's all right. Is it, is it it's too right. deep? No, it's like, <laughs> no, sorry. I, I, I want to hear it. I want to know like what's, what's going on in real life because we're, we're, fed yeah. Well, and it's like, it's kind of messed up because like when I worked, when I worked down there before, I would always, I mean, I've always been the type of person who would like, you know, see whatever I do have in my pockets, you know, um, when I worked at Cantina, I, we obviously know, like made no cash. So that wasn't really a thing anymore, but, um, and now, and now I'm not again. And it's like, I don't know what to do. Like I can offer you a smoke. But like that's not gonna help you. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's all—it's just a very uncomfortable kind of time to be alive, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a trip, man. It's a fucking trip. Um, I think. What's what's it called? What's your thing? I'm kind of sorry. I smoked one. Hit teachable moments. Like, huh? Teachable moments. Yes, teachable moments. I. I don't feel very teachable um, all the time. And I also don't feel like a teacher. Like, that's what right. I kind of am naturally. It's, it's I, feel like it's, I feel like it's like so important for like everyone in this industry to like be able to like lean on each other. That's like what we do. Like we, mm -hmm. we like hold each other up kind of, you know, and like hold like strangers up kind of a lot, you know, it's kind of a crazy thing actually that we do. It's like very underappreciated a lot of the time. Um, and we're all like learning how to do it in a new way, you know, and I don't know. It's just like, instead of a teachable moment, I feel like it's more of like a positive, like inspirational kind of like moment. You know, Cause it's like, I'm of that. <laughs> we're all having a really hard time. Like, being alone, you know, <laughs> or maybe not alone, but just not in the same situation that we're accustomed to, which is yeah. very overcrowded and overstimulating a lot of the time, you know? Yeah, it definitely feels alone. I mean, a lot of the time, for sure. I mean, even with people like just the just the disconnect from from society feels very lonely. Yeah. So I don't know. I just want to say, like, actually, just like, be intentional and like, practice what you preach. <laughs> And just like keep doing the damn thing, you know, like <laughs> even if it's not, it's like totally different from what we know. We it's like we're still here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like we just as as a species, you know, show, showing up and and putting the work in, like, creating, mm -hmm. you know, putting work in. Yeah, like just don't don't let it defeat you. Definitely. Nice. Um, so the last question then is is the just the recommendations. It's my secrets of the industry. So if you have like any, any fun, like recommends that you like for people, especially right now, like good spots to eat. Um, where, <laughs> Joey, that's so rude. <laughs> okay. No. Um, okay. Well, so spots to eat, meaning ordering takeout, no, supporting your local businesses. Is, yes. Exactly. Geraldine's in Columbia city is still open. <laughs> 
Um, my sister works there, and it's a fantastic like breakfast spot. They always have like lines out the door. What's the name? Geraldine's. Yeah. Geraldine's counter. Nice. Um, fantastic brunch spot. They have like fried chicken sometimes also, which is like pretty exciting. If you you know who's gonna f- who wants to fry their own chicken? I mean, I do, but not most people. <laughs> As soon as we finish um, this, making chicken wings for 420, that's the big thing I've been talking about all week. So yeah. I'm about to fry some chicken. But I'm yeah, good. I'm I'm good totally idea. down to fry my own chicken. But like a lot of people don't want to do that. It's kind of a lot of work. <laughs> um, otherwise, I mean, I don't really I don't really know a lot around my around my neighborhood. Um, I don't know, like the produce stands are still open all around town, like shop at a produce stand rather than going to the grocery store. Like I go to the grocery store to buy pantry staples and meat but like shopping at produce stands i think is really important too so that like they can stay open and i i also think that's just like a better way of like sourcing produce usually uh, depending yeah, on where you're shopping local but. product or you know you're getting the freshest local product at a local produce stand. that's like going to a farmer's market yeah mm. um what else and yeah so i don't know like basically i mean i've just been like kind of home <laughs> and at work for the most part so I, I work in the market and i know that the produce stands there are open and there are several other kind of restaurants and places that are still doing to-go food so i don't know like if you're like downtown <laughs> go like look around and like walking through the market when it's empty is also like it's open until it's still open until six because some of the businesses are open so you can like walk around the empty market like that's kind of weird and the weather's getting nicer so you can like walk along the waterfront and then like go in and be like instead of like throngs of you know tourists it's just like five people (laughs) it's kind of like those last nights we had um out drinking before the city shut down where it was all just restaurant employees yeah but um, yeah, also again, you know, come to El Baracho because um, <laughs> that's where I am. Come to El Baracho. Go there's El Baracho. one in Ballard and there's one in Tacoma too. I hope that I hope that we can like just keep some small businesses alive, you know? Heck yeah. Yeah, we've got a few people of them. A few of them would be nice. I don't want it. I don't want it to be the type of uh, Seattle that comes back where every single small business has died. Mm-hmm. And it just is a bunch of fucking chains. Oh my God. What if we turn into like Dallas? That would be terrible. <laughs> it would be terrible. Anyways, sorry. <laughs> yeah. We won't. We won't. It, it won't happen. Do, yeah. do whatever you can to support your smaller fucking local businesses. I like that. I, I like the, uh, the, the general message is uh, the, the produce stands, the farmer's markets, support your local guys that are growing food. And get yeah. some fresh Just, chicken. And also know, like, put, on, put on your mask and go out and brave the world. It'll be okay. And get some fresh <laughs> food from people that are making fresh food because it's better for your health. Like it's your yeah. body process. Well, and sometimes, sometimes it's kind of easier to just like go with kind of the normal, like you're like, this is the grocery store. So mm-hmm. obviously they have it under, under control here. Like yeah. they have some rules. Nobody, no, we're all just people. We're all doing the yeah. same goddamn thing. Like they don't yeah. know what they're doing any more than us. They just have more like, they're selling structure inside of the company. <laughs> they're selling to you what someone else sold to them, you know. So you know, do your own research and find, you know, mm-hmm. you know exactly. Work, like work everyone should be, everyone should be protecting their own self, anyways. Mm-hmm. So totally. I don't know. Perfect. I love it. <laughs> love it. <laughs>
Cool. Well, awesome. Right on. Let's do last call because that brings us right to the ass end of this thing. And whoop. Wham, wham. Wham, wham. Cool. I think I'm, I'm damn out of booze. So last call. Perfect. <laughs> thanks for um, thanks for having me. This was really fun. Maria Adams, thanks for coming I'm big, on. I'm a big fan of I'm a big fan of what you're doing. Like, <laughs> oh, also, I have I have one more thing to say. Actually, what I've mm -hmm. what I've been a really huge fan of is people doing live feeds on mm -hmm. Instagram. Or I sure. like I said, I only have Instagram as far as social media. But I have I have a bunch of friends that are like just like doing yoga classes or like. I have this one friend, his name is Jacob James. He's a professional musician. Every weekday from 11 to noon, he's just playing his organ and singing, like covering tunes. And it's just like, it's a really nice way to like share what you have to offer. Mm -hmm. Like if you can like step outside of your, you know, box or whatever and like yeah. share something and just like be vulnerable. I think that's like the coolest thing that's like happening right now is people just okay. like, sharing people like, finding people finding a way to share their art yeah it's so great yeah it's awesome it's, it's really beautiful like that's awesome that's cool man thank you um nice all right sorry last call <laughs> oh yeah no we already last call is there anything else that you wanted to uh to give shout outs to or anything this is kind of your time to to i mean you you're doing it so it's, you're, you're doing it great but i just wanted to, to um no, I mean, not really, um, obviously. Well, I do have one thing to say. Mm -hmm. If you have like some place that you really hope fucking survives this pandemic and this crisis that you're like, I really hope this is gonna be here after this. Like mm -hmm. maybe you could like look it up. So I think that, that um, Brooke and I have been trying to do intentionally is to, is to because we're making so many meals now, we're still trying to intentionally order out at least once or twice a week. Just from like local restaurants around our neighborhood, just just so we can try to keep, try to yeah. help to keeping them afloat. That's fantastic. Like if I, again, like if I was, I like I said, I haven't heard anything from unemployment. So I'm actually just working. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I still have to like pay my bills. I'm basically living a weird opposite normal life. <laughs> but I have to think, it's like, I don't, I don't have any guarantee. Like unemployment is like a guarantee at this point for like most of the people that I know. It's like, you know that you're going to get this amount of money every week. And so you just, you know how to budget and you know how to budget that, like whatever's coming into you. All right. Let's wrap it up. We've had our drinks. We've shared our stories. That was last call. That wraps up one more life from the well. Thanks y'all for listening. We really love you guys. And uh, this is some crazy ass time. So thanks for sitting in there and hanging with us. Thank you to Maria for coming on. You've been awesome and your stories are great. And it's, it's, it's a good show. I'm, I'm, I'm really, it's a good episode. I'm happy about it. Um, thank you to the den mother, Kelly, kicking ass, whip, whip. making sure that it, she, she, she's the reason I sound good. <laughs> she's, she makes this all, she puts it all together and, and makes it great. So she's the true hero here. Um, and thanks to uh, Brian and Peter, um, our, my, my other two guys out there in the world that are helping to make this show a reality. We miss you. Yeah, we miss you guys. Um, uh, until next time, cheers. Uh, we love y'all. And normally we say don't drink and drive at this moment. But right now we're, we're saying don't go outside, wash your hands, wear a mask, 
Um, don't forget to reach out to your friends because mental health is becoming a, a big deal right now. So be aware, of, be aware of yourself. And if you haven't talked to somebody in a week, call somebody because you have a friend that will talk to you. Um, all right. We love you guys and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to Life from the Well, full of service industry stories and cocktail history. If you like our show and want to know more, check out lifefromthewell.com. Life from the Well would also like to thank our sponsors, Scratch Distillery and Barfly Mixology Gear. Don't forget, you can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Join us next time for another new cocktail and guest.